0: Bounce straight into it then. But uh,
1: number one on the go fuck yourself list. It's the studio system. So we're covering a film that was made in the ass end of nowhere, not Hollywood.
0: Florida. <laughs> <laughs> cool, uh, yeah, yeah. That's that's we'll we'll get into it in a minute. I, I guess we'll do uh do introductions. It's Matt here.
1: This is Luke.
0: This is Mark. uh Andrew. Andrew join, uh, joining us as the man who only wants to join us for, for quote-unquote bad movies. Today's being 2000 Maniacs, which... I can't find anyone who doesn't like this. I'll just go ahead and say it. Maybe well, it's because
2: I live in the
1: South.
0: Luke might not like it. I don't know.
1: <laughs> A niche, oh, we'll get into it later. Right. I, I, thought, I thought I was going to be coming in here saying I hated it. <laughs> and then it grew on me eventually.
0: Okay. <laughs> I, I was DMing Andrew before this, and we were saying like both of us like for Herschel Gordon Lewis, uh, the director of this film, his his Blood trilogy. This is the middle, and we were saying we we consider this movie be better than Blood Feast, but we watch Blood Feast way more often.
3: Yeah, uh, did I, you see this at my
0: house, Matt? I'm, I'm uh, sure we, we watched kids? this multiple times in yeah, the same. Yeah, my route.
3: my dad introduced me to Blood Feast, and he brought home like The Wizard of Gore and 2000 maniacs but i didn't see some of the other ones uh until later but this was yeah this was one i saw as a kid
2: yeah to this, me, one... this is uh blood feast is a more perfect and a more restrained film than this but this is having more fun i mean it's not a perfect analogy but you could say this is maybe the army of darkness of the, of the blood movies perhaps the evil did two of them i don't i don't know
0: well, one thing I was watching because exploitation movies, you know, can drag. You know, you get like mm-hmm. two minutes of something great, and then like ten minutes of like people walking down hallways. And mm-hmm. the last night, I was like, this one's not paced that badly. It, it does actually move pretty well.
2: It's a good reason for that is because whatever direction was given to the Southerners, they were just complete ma- literal maniacs. I mean, there's this. This is a movie about mania almost. I don't. <laughs> the i think the least accurate thing about this film is that southern people are depressed and move slowly
0: <laughs> yeah i have trouble with the with the location this was filmed in uh saint cloud florida so it's hard for me not to think of florida and then be like what why is the civil war i mean the union troops I mean, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> mm-hmm. being a history dork so yeah it's supposed to be in georgia but it, it looks like florida uh I, I, I think... love the probably apocryphal story that some of this was filmed on the future site of Walt Disney World. Um, St. <laughs> Cloud's very close uh, to Walt Disney World. I Google Earthed yeah. it right before he started, and I found the the main street. It's still there, but half of it's under construction at this moment. And then there was a gun shop. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, from what I could look, from what I could look up,
2: some of the buildings from this movie are still there as of whenever that was written. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. Maybe the swampland around there or the, the tra- trails could have ended up because you know. I like to think so. Yeah, I like to think so. I mean, this is this city is sc- le- less scary than uh, Celebration.
0: I yeah, and in, in some ways, and that's that's of course Disney I mean, a fabricated city that they've abandoned and is now just as now it's just a b- bizarro town. I mean, this, there
2: was a family annihilation there, so you know, it's not safe. What? Oh a family a family annihilator killed his family in celebration. So, you know, that happened. He
0: killed me. his family in celebration. That's that's an interesting sentence. I guess that's kind of what happens it's a in a double this movie. meaning. <laughs> yeah. Uh 70... well no, it's
2: not. This is kill- strangers killing strangers.
0: Seventy-five percent of this is Georgia boys. So yeah, we are holding with beta breath Luke on on the Englishman's thoughts on this deeply uh exploitation movie.
1: Well that will um So the first thing I was thinking, this shows the big differences between America and the UK, because there is no community this isolated in the UK, because you can't get that far away from other people. The UK is not very big. So like the equivalent would be like the town in hot fuzz, right? But it's still actually only like a 10 minute drive to the next city. Whereas in America, you could genuinely be like very far from anything. So the idea that this little Hicksville community is out there, I guess, is slightly more like a real fear that people have, especially people not from the rural areas.
2: And really, I think that contributes to why Southern people are depressed.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I I fully admit I have xenophobia really bad. Um, I I get whenever the streetlights aren't there, whenever I'm seeing lots of cows. It just, I mean, because before I ever lived somewhere or went to any rural areas, I saw all the movies that show people going to those places and being murdered. (laughs) And so (laughs) by the time I started to encounter those places, I was already had a very
0: healthy fear of those areas. I guess I was a Boy Scout, so we'd already driven through half of these towns before I saw the movies. We did at some point see someone playing a banjo on a porch, though. That oh that God. did happen I, at one point.
1: I did want to ask you, Matt. I've seen you play many different string instruments. Have you ever played a banjo?
0: I've not played a banjo. Um, I I have a dobro, which is I guess a little more bluesy or whatever. But uh, no, I haven't. I haven't played a part. I played a mandolin. Yeah, uh, Mar- I, feel, I feel
2: like you're betraying I, your. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is what happened when I played a banjo. I picked up a, a former roommate of mine was playing in a uh like a jug type band. And they had a banjo, and I played it, and I immediately was figuring out how to play like drone rock with it. So I was just misusing it immediately.
0: That's why I do play the ukulele it. sometimes. Uh huh. <laughs> so, and
1: I mean, then I... the other big difference with the UK was they're celebrating their centennial.
2: There's nothing in UK years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what was that like, 1350? <laughs> <It's>... <laughs> what, I was going to uh, say,
0: like, this is sort of kind of. Not really, but sort of based on Brigadoon, and Brigadoon is a Scottish town. Okay. Uh, I think, but that's the Highlands of Scotland, so maybe you get like a little more. Uh, uh, you can get a little more isolated there. I don't know. Am I wrong? Yeah, well, you you
1: can you can get isolated in the UK. It's just it's not actually as isolated as it is in the states.
0: Also, being a ghost, I like, remember makes that it more a, Brit, isolated.
1: a Brit will say like, "Oh, that's too far away. I don't want to go. That's an hour away."
2: yeah it's um yeah and I think there there is well I was it was a weird thing last time I visited New York I had a friend who was sort of in a different borough and it was this thing where she was just like nah sorry man I don't have time to hang out with you and Mm uh I mean realistically we were probably like 20 miles away from each other but it was just because there's endless traffic and you have to take the subway and Mm -hmm. now Atlanta has become like that where it takes an hour for me sometimes to drive twenty miles. Beastie boys less. who have visited you, they I love can remember, five
3: I can remember going like, oh well, if Marta doesn't go there, then it must not be worth going to. I can remember thinking that.
2: <laughs> yeah, and you know what? We have the same Marta now than when you lived here as when, yeah. as when you lived here. <laughs> it's just
0: Wild. oh boy. That being Atlanta's public transportation system for those not in the know. It's, yes. it's not a great one.
2: <laughs> it is the ninth largest in the country, and it doesn't really go much of anywhere. Like, if you want a good public transportation system in this country, you have to go to New York, Chicago, or maybe Boston, where basically there were six private systems that all went bankrupt, and the government bought them and merged them all together. No, oh, sounds
0: fun. Capitalism, want,
1: or I was something. I say, yeah. If you want good public, <laughs> public transport systems, get communism.
0: <laughs> yeah i'm i'm
2: i'm on it Go red by. line red line or red line
0: uh oh the red line yeah okay the yeah we have a red line <laughs> yeah. it's a red it line. A it like a joke grenade right it took a second um uh-huh. uh, i'm gonna quickly do the story here just uh for for the for the folks benefit three automobiles with six yankees are detoured into the backwoods georgia town of pleasant valley they're going to be guests for the town's Centennial Celebration. The guests are treated to a barbecue, a horse race, a Dunkin' contest, and an axe murder. Turns out all of these are fatal. Pleasant Valley was destroyed by Union forces in the Civil War, and the ghosts are out for revenge against them damn Yankees. The last two, Tom and Terry, escape the town and alert the local authorities. But there's nothing but swamp there now. The ghosts of Pleasant Valley have gone back to sleep for another hundred years. Looking forward to a hooting and hollering bicentennial. Okay. <laughs>
2: that was That's a couple done. of accents.
0: Yeah, I know. I want I, I definitely threw some <laughs> Cajun in there somewhere. <laughs> Still better well, than a lot of
2: the ones in the movie. Yeah, sure. Florida <laughs> def- is a melting pot, isn't it?
0: Uh, um, a <laughs> melting pot of swamp scum. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It oh. is funny. Uh, one of the things I love the most about this film is because, you know, they did the, the citizens of St. Cloud were like invited to be like extras and stuff. And sometimes you see the old woman who's kind of smiley and kind of like, what have <laughs> I gotten myself into? <laughs> that might be my favorite part of the movie uh, during the, the rock dunk. And I guess that's a dunking contest. That's what I called it. Like, there's one lady standing there just like... Rrr. I mean, again, <laughs> she's a maniac, so it's fine. But yeah, so,
1: Sometimes there's an old lady standing there who looks genuinely
2: horrified. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, she's trying to smile, but she's horrified. Yeah. yeah. Worked. The,
2: th- the thing I love about this is that this movie the most is this just basically a Bugs Bunny cartoon. What if there were like 30 Bugs Bunnies and they all were intent on murder?
1: So that gets <laughs> to much my right. point because... The first kill of the film where they just hack that woman with the axe was just genuinely unpleasant. Like she's kicking and screaming. They get her, the look on her face, all of it. I was like, oh, this is just horrible. I'm not going to like this film. This is like, um, we're in like human center P2 territory again. And then the next one is the horse hang drawing and quartering, which now in context, I get it. But again, at the time, it's just like, That is a real horrible way we used to kill people. That's like how William Wallace died, I think. But then it's like putting them in a barrel full of spikes and dunking them (laughs) with a rock and stuff. And I'm like, okay, I get it now. This is funny. Why did they start with the realistic horrendous death before we get into the Bugs Bunny shit? Just give me more of that. Yeah, that was why I had a real turn on this film when I was like, oh, I get what they're going for now. But the first two did not give me this.
3: Well, I think that first kill is more like a Bloodfeast style kill. Those, you know, mm-hmm. people that had seen Bloodfeast would be expecting that. And Wizard of Gore is kind of similar in that regard. There's a lot of just very matter of fact, hack up sort of mm-hmm. kills.
0: But I guess from a creative. film writing perspective, it'd be kind of like, we well, need to amp it up. So we'll have like plain Jane murders and then get weird.
1: Yeah, but I, yeah, it's that... just the film is like, oh, this is a bit fun and wacky. Here's a really horrible scene of a woman dying. Now we're back to fun and what Fuck off. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, this is uh, this is a weird one for our modern sensibilities, I think, because much like in Blood Feast, as far as I can recall, like there aren't really any unlikable people getting killed here. <laughs> These are pretty much regular mm. people who are not jerks. And I think I think kind of to its credit, because I, I think if you want the people to die, too much then it's maybe makes you feel a little bit gross to watch it well the first two are shown to
0: be cheating on each other so that's to give them the horror movie trope of they slightly deserve to die the other couple yeah the the one that gets see the more imaginative deaths are the nicer couple I guess and we don't actually figure out how they're going to off uh uh Tom and Terry do we
2: no no that's disappointing I don't know you could say that they get away because they're the only people who were not having sex with each other maybe but but they were they, they were married
3: ran out, they ran out I mean, of in ideas. real
2: life no, he's were, a...
0: yeah in real life they are married that's what in I'm real saying. life
2: <laughs> yes and you could tell they are definite people who had been having sex chemistry all william over Kerwin place. got
0: him a playboy bunny
2: good for it good for him um
0: <laughs> it was fun i went down the rabbit that hole is very surprising movies.
1: to me because i was thinking wow There's a big difference in how attractive these two people are. (laughs) (laughs) That
0: Billy Joel thing.
2: Yeah, it was fun going down the rabbit hole of their IMDb because they had two two children, both which became actors, and all of them were in like weird, like schlocky mystery movies and made for TV Mm, stuff. That's awesome. There's kind of a cool lineage there.
0: I mean, that's a great "How I Met Your Mother" story. We 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 were in Blood Feast and Two Thousand Maniacs together. (laughs) yeah that would be
3: so awesome actually to be the kid who's got to say that about the parents
2: child of blood feast
3: (laughs) (laughs) so was your mom a good actor
0: uh Uh...
2: (laughs) she might might have been underutilized but you know she did her best um
3: herschel gordon lewis said if you wanted to act you turn the key in
2: her back whoa (laughs) (laughs) anyway um so how about i guess we should go sort of chronologically I I find it so hilarious and likable how Herschel Gordon-Lewis just does the lead vocal on the uh, theme song where he just sort of says, just sort of talks. He doesn't really sound like a southerner at all. Just Robert E. Lee broke a musket on his name. <laughs> um, that's always fun when he decides to... Now, I need
0: to person. know who does the completely unhinged Yeehaw. Because that's just like... A that that's looks, a good Yeehaw. There's I think that they're they're one all in here. the background... All of it's him. He's overdubbed himself. Well, what okay. I was Isn't telling
3: it... you is that in Godfather Gore, correct me if I'm wrong, Mark, I know you saw this because uh, we, we were at the same screening of it, I think. When it came out, but, um, I did. <laughs> yeah. Um, so at the end of Godfather Gore for the credits, this is a documentary about Herschel Gordon and Lewis. Um, he's shown at a some sort of jamboree um, where they had screened 2000 Maniacs and he's performing the song and he does all the yeehaws. Live. I mean, he's really going for it.
0: Okay, because that's definitely the most intense yeehaw, because there's like three yeehaws, and the one in the background is the most unhinged.
3: Yeah, but one sounds like Alvin and the
2: Chipmunks. (laughs) (laughs) I mean... He's
3: mixed it up a little.
2: He's very confident. I mean, I I love any of the trailers where he does voiceovers for his own trailers, like the trailer (laughs) for the film Something Weird, where every once in a while, there's just out of nowhere,
0: something weird. (laughs) I've had trouble retracking down that film in the, uh, even in this this internet digital era. Um, I
2: think I have it. I'll see if I can. I, I have it,
0: it but it. it's in America in my parents' place. I do have the distill, oh. but yeah, I can't really get hold of that so easily. Um, <laughs> well, if you ever yeah, want, you want your parents to those. give it to me, just mm. let them know. Right.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Sentences to take out of context. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we make our? Hey,
2: it's like I'm part of the family. <laughs>
3: Not doc. Uh, your son said I could have something weird.
2: (laughs) Yeah, flat. Well, that that does sound like that. Five inch. (laughs) It's five inch. Five inches.
0: That's how that's how wide a disc is. It's five inches. So I guess they wouldn't take Steve Martin to the horse races. I mean, he's he's a he's a Yankee boy, but he can play the banjo real well. I wonder if this town would forgive for no. playing the banjo no. real well. No, they no, wouldn't. they'd kill you. They'd They're kill too you. maniacal. Yeah,
2: they don't care. They don't Bugs care. Bunny these doesn't are.
0: care. Yeah, they do that's not. That's Southern
2: care.
1: cultural appropriation.
3: That right. was the big kind of thing when I was watching it. Is that you know when one sees a Confederate flag, let alone. Uh, hundreds of two thousand. Yeah. Um, one is inclined to just start running in the opposite direction of said flags. Mm. And I was thinking like, well, what in the world would have possessed those people to just be like, oh, this is cool. We'll hang out and celebrate with them. Other than being white and being like, oh, I'm sure we're fine because we're white. Matt, in your
0: notes, you mentioned that a little bit. Uh, I wrote everyone who lives in Georgia as a Confederate. Yeah, and then then I, I wrote something <laughs> about. Oh, uh, let's see. Like Why something to the effect of they enjoy? were safe
3: because they were also white people. Oh, well, that's what
0: they would assume. Yeah, and that's yeah. you know, I guess it's like that early '60s vibe. You did they we just had I guess just had the whole you know Camelot thing. So. Uh, with the mm-hmm. Kennedys and yeah, everything was just, very white at the time. Don't know they just don't know. I, I uh, would assume that the conversation around
2: like how messed up all this stuff is was way far in the back of <laughs> I don't I don't feel like that even started here in Atlanta until like the nineties, till I was in high school, where some of us were like, wait, this is kind of messed up. Like I, <laughs> I didn't really Hear that conversation until like 1992 or something. I mean, it's like I, yeah. it's like I understood in the back of my head that it was messed up, but definitely none of us grew up knowing knowing that um, all those like Confederate monuments were built in the 50s, like yeah, it was a
3: response yeah, to the civil rights movement,
2: yeah, and they absolutely the, no way. I they thought put the that,
0: Confederate battle flag on the state flag in the 50s too, which we grew up I with. Had that no on. idea. That was on the state flag to what 1997. Luke, have we yeah, mentioned this they to you before? It to you mentioned that to else. me, yeah. But I, okay. you,
1: I, this idea that I didn't know that it started in the 50s. I assumed it was on there because it had been there for ages. So nope. that's all news to me.
2: That's but, what they wanted us to all think, and we did because they just nobody talked about it, and that's so why people were like, "Oh, wait a minute, we've used the internet to figure out that this is messed up, and we're going to take these statues down." Even though that still took a really long time for that to happen, so when they right. did
0: that on the flag, it literally was a "fuck you." It was, uh huh.
1: Wow, that's that's cuckoo, cuckoo. Yeah, Awful. and and let's um, not
0: forget uh, Tom. I said Tom, but his name is Miss Tom White. He's Mister White. I'm like, okay, that's on the <laughs> well, nose a bit. <laughs> the middle name is. And they they can only drink <laughs> White Lightning in this town. That's all you See get someone, to drink. Uh, yeah makes you go blind
2: um yeah this is this is a really weird depiction of southerners because i feel like the real reaction if this was sort of realistic which why would it be that wouldn't be an exploitation movie it was realistic but there's a lot of kind of just being really quiet and assessing the situation and then uh they'll tell they'll say something racist once they feel like they're comfortable with you Mm. that's more like yeah. what these people are like um there's At a the, um... big it's a big undercurrent of southerners love to sit back and watch you underestimate them and then stab a dagger in your back later not literally no, they <laughs> you literally know. hack you with an axe the, the uh yeah. the, the bless your heart thing this is a sort of a version of that but you, are you familiar with that phrase luke bless your heart where it's Usually i mean i'm familiar with the
1: phrase but okay yeah, yeah. i don't even it's know usually meant passive
2: aggressively it's like you can you say bless your heart where it really means fuck you uh yeah well <laughs>
1: sort of. to me it's used sort of like patronizingly
3: that's pretty much
2: that yeah, too that, that too it. it's uh, a it's a big like sort of sit back and watch all these people mm. who we don't like and don't trust underestimate us and then we'll get them later which is a bad policy for and it may again feed into that all of us are very isolated well it's
3: the genre is called exploitation uh Mm -hmm. and i wonder how this played in places like florida and in georgia and in tennessee and alabama um whether they were rooting for the (laughs) people of pleasant (laughs) valley or not (laughs) You know, because they had to have gone. Wait a minute, Niall. <laughs> now. Now that people are like killing exactly, other people,
2: that'd be funny if somebody like, was.
3: He, that guy's just like my daddy.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that it would be funny like if people him. were like, I don't know if I like being represented like this. I feel like that that probably wasn't a whole lot of people's mind. But my you know, my daddy um,
0: killed eight Yankees. Yeah. All
2: of us uh, grew, growing up in Atlanta, it's been more and more more and more the case where we're separated from anything like that and they would be more likely to kill us than to kill Yankees when uh, I got
3: to the Athens state... they told me I was not from Atlanta I was not from the huh? south because I was from the Atlanta area they said that's not weird. actually the south that's what I was told that's weird
2: <laughs> yeah it's but the state intentionally cuts off funding hey remember Marta what we were talking about earlier it's the only like transit system that doesn't get state funding or it's the largest one that doesn't get state funding um they are trying to kill us. They are trying to take our, use the cash cow that we provide, and then they're trying like to, to take our trains. Much. They're taking our trains. <laughs> so this is
3: all metaphor. This two thousand maniacs business.
0: Yeah, th- there's no public well, transportation in Pleasant Valley or Saint no, Cloud. No, although, I although just, Disney World now has like like these weird like hanging t- cars things. That sounds kind of cool.
1: Well Yeah, you not can always that... count on Disney for socialism. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well
3: yeah, Luke, does it's... that mean that um you think that this that the most horrible death out of all the creative deaths we wouldn't even call it creative, but that's that um that initial axe murder well it's a a thumb gets cut off mm. and then um they chop off her arm while she's still alive. Yeah. And then they just go about go about then hacking her up. Are you are we saying are we all do we all agree that that's the most horrible death in the movie? Oh well, god, part
2: yeah. Of, part of why that's horrible is because right when they cut her arm off it transitions it cuts to it being a like a mannequin yeah so that <laughs> that's like you're watching the life drain out of a person instantaneously which is upsetting
3: oh geez i didn't even think about that thanks
0: see luke i thought you'd be <laughs> happy because she gets her arm cut off and she's like instantly dead there's no like oh my god oh yeah happen. i love that it's upsetting <laughs> we well, were just saying last week you don't like when someone's like gets their arm cut off and they have to live and think about it so
1: oh yeah but you still she still was very aware of what was happening too
0: <laughs> that's true but but yeah you can get that in green inferno It's a guy that's
3: just hacked up and uh yeah definitely still wriggling and screaming
0: i guess the rock would be a little more likely to cause an instant fatality but yeah
3: well now yeah. when the arm comes off it is is it the I know it's it's supposed to be her right arm, but did they pull the left arm off of her? Did anyone notice?
0: I didn't pay that I much attention.
2: Not. Was it a
3: left <laughs> mannequin arm? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I hope it was.
2: I hope it was too.
0: She is all thumbs. I don't know. No, she wasn't <laughs> at that point, was she?
3: <laughs> nope.
0: One thumb. No. Well, yeah. Look,
3: guys, give me your hand. <laughs> Who thought that um the fake southern accent that Bill Kerwin used on the phone? was better than the uh, supposedly real Southern accents of the people of Pleasant Valley.
0: I assume assume the people of St. Cloud were trying to do the Georgia variety, and since they are living in Florida, they may have had some issue with that. Whereas a real actor like Bill Kerwin, he can do it, you know? know, He's a master of all accents, perhaps. I don't know. Yeah, Yeah, I couldn't
2: do a Florida accent for you. It's, It's very different. What is a Florida accent? It's kind of more like they dress slower. What? What? (laughs) (laughs) You know, know, it's sort of like you have to go more into your head. It's sort of more like more like this. Like Like the the heat has melted their brain a little more. It's like nerdier somehow. (laughs) Like in Spring Breakers? Kind of. Yeah. I mean, you know. That's
3: the Florida movie to me is Spring Breakers.
2: That is the best Florida movie. I rewatched that recently. Still fantastic film. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> anyway, fantastic film. Be- even yeah. better than this film. But anyway. Oh my god. Oh wow. Yeah.
0: Giving it giving it those those kudos. So good, dude. It's so good. <laughs> this 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 is gonna de evolve with like Luke staring at us <laughs> as we all like speak in like ridiculous accents.
1: <laughs> I've I've understood like half of what you guys have talked about so far.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, just be glad we don't have Florida or Georgia accents. Then it'll be harder. Well, I just, I would like not have
1: Georgia accents. Don't turn into Americans on me and say, I don't have an accent.
2: I have just a mutt (laughs) accent that's made up of a bunch of different shit, partly because I listened to a bunch of rap when I was a kid and adopted partially a New York accent and then partially just a neurotic person accent. And uh, yeah, I don't know. My accents not what I am.
3: Out of all of us, I've definitely got the Southern accent. Sure,
0: probably
2: so. Yeah.
0: I, I think I got handed the the Delaware Philly accent for the most part. Yeah, yeah you nobody...
2: you would pass for north northeastern or better than the other two of us.
0: Yeah, the maniacs would take me right out. I mean, so, it, um, it, as
2: I, I far would like as... to. No, go ahead. Oh, I'd like to have seen the conundrum if they did have to decide whether or not to kill like a guy from Atlanta in this movie. <laughs>
0: Like that well, been they, kind of fun. we're trying to kill a guy going to atlanta yeah
2: yeah it's not the same thing is it though what if they found out his last name were te- white like i don't know his last name's white i don't know if we should kill him <laughs> <That's>, that would, <laughs> well look, what if you, what if t- you found t-
3: yourself in a what if you found yourself driving through a town where you saw all of these confederate flags like what would be I is have. there no equivalent to like uh what would be considered like red flag like don't stop here keep driving
1: the the closest would be like an english flag so not the union jack the one that's just the red cross right but it's not it's not a sure thing it might just be because there's levels of being like a nationalist right because people could just be a bit you know obnoxiously into the queen or whatever without being a full-on like racist xenophobe Right. Um but it, yeah, these days especially I think if I see too many English flags, it's a bit of a bit off putting. Hmm. Um but then like also just sometimes you just see a swastika, man. <laughs> is that right? <laughs>
0: sometimes there is a swastika. Like
1: what? less and less, but yeah, like especially in like um back in the sixties, like during punk. Mm-hmm. Obviously that's where you know Nazi punks fuck off comes from.
3: Yeah. Like well, there, there was a big to there was people. a
1: big fascist some of them were
3: oh but there was also, also there
1: was just a lot of actual nazis right you, <laughs> you, you, talk, you talk to other punks and it's like yeah the nazis come into your bar you beat the shit out of them because you don't want them to think that's okay <laughs> right they're in the
3: red suspenders or the, what
0: was yeah, the it's yeah. like, the, like or like the wild angels right they're a motorcycle murderous motorcycle band uh, band gang and they love displaying swastikas but they don't It's like a fashion choice because it's 1966. Absolutely a thing. I I don't
2: think this is a thing anymore, but at least when I was growing up, people would just have swastikas just to to shock people. Yeah, there
1: was a bit bit of that when I was a teenager.
2: Yeah. I knew a guy who just wore a Nazi armband to a Halloween party because he thought it would be funny. Was he a prince? And a lot of people were not amused by it at all. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think that he intentionally was like, Hey man, Heil Hitler! What's up? <laughs> you know, I I really think he was just trying to just be unpleasant at, for a laugh. Well, the town um, of Pleasant
0: Valley owns their flags. We will say that.
2: Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah
0: there's
3: there's a place in, uh, Cornelia, Georgia. It's called the Rebel Shop, for all your oh. racist needs. I mean, it's it's all Confederate flag stuff. And yeah, you know, I argument.
2: went. Um, you. Andrew, you probably know about this, Matt, you may not, but the guy in Kennesaw who died recently who had the uh, basically whatever confederate racist shop, Um, I went with friends of mine to get stuff for their their, like biker exploitation movie, Dear God No, and they were just trying to get like some just Nazi shit for their bikers to wear because they're basically like bad, bad guys. I was like, sure, I'll come with you this play, And it was horrible and it was not pleasant. And I Hmm. wish I hadn't gone. Um, was it like
3: falling down that guy's gun shop, or what was it? A um, army surplus in that movie? Yeah,
2: it's basically army surplus. The guy's name was Wild Man, but basically, the interesting thing to me, which shouldn't be surprising, is that the whole time we were there, he was just like talking to a couple people, and he came across as the most boring person I'd ever listened to speak. Um, <laughs> the guy who used to own Book Nook was basically the same way. Like he was sort of a known right wing troll. And whenever you'd go in there, he'd just be like, Well, I'm talking like this. He'd be talking somebody's ear off and just incredibly boring the whole time.
3: So he didn't they didn't show you to their secret room that's only for people that are like nudge nudge wink wink Nazis.
2: Dude, I saw things in the open ass area these days. (laughs) No. No, not not in the open ass area. (laughs) <laughs> that were like bumper stickers you could buy right out off the shelf that you put on your car that were fucking awful and made me feel gross so yeah i don't i don't want to know if there's a secret area
3: no luke's right it's like hey does it do you have a
0: secret
2: sane person's room i could
3: adjourn myself
2: to yeah
0: <laughs> secret room's got zed in it oh my it's god got like right.
2: it's got a swastika that's made out of dicks or something <laughs> <Like it's> got, <laughs>
0: oh geez, look where it's
2: we're got at! Like, this. It's got <laughs> it's got a guy who's it's got an effigy of a of a fake man being hanged while he's trying to burn a swastika. I don't know. Oh I'm God. just trying to think of what's the most racist thing I can think of. I don't know. There don't goes know. the
3: family show rating. <laughs>
2: I, it's um, not. I think the, no Like
1: family. the third, the third word I said was "fuck." So, <laughs> yeah, this is the fu- this is the fuck podcast. We
2: this is the fuck show. <laughs> I, never <laughs> <remember>. <laughs> I never remember <laughs> the I never remember. episodes I you're not yeah, on, on I Andrew. I we
1: just we just hardcore have sex. It's
3: <laughs> <That's> crazy. <laughs> Over Dad, Zoom. Did, No wonder I don't get invited To in any of these things. <laughs> well, yeah, okay, so they. I'm assuming no talk one Talking about talk- human
1: centipede. <laughs>
3: No one saw Tim Sullivan's uh, 2001 Maniacs.
2: I did. I, I saw
1: it mentioned on the Wikipedia, but no. Okay, Mark, I saw he, it so... at
2: the drive-in. Uh, it was it was okay. I don't know. I only saw it the one time, but I thought it was all right. It was maybe so... a little bit dramatic.
3: Yeah, I mean, you you they just they want to update the special effects mostly. Um, Robert England was the uh, the the guy.
0: The mayor. Yeah. The mayor uh, he did it. He did
2: a great job, yeah. but it was sort of like they were really focused on making him like a very physical monster, you know? yeah. which is kind yeah. of kind of kind of not anything like this movie, but it was I thought it was perfectly enjoyable. So
3: my question in the room is uh what would what would the Jordan Peele version of 2000 Maniacs be?
1: Man, it wouldn't have to be that different. It I think be... that the, the way you'd do a twist on it would be so, this film, you arrive, it's like a southern town and there's um, Federate flags everywhere. You're immediately on edge, right? I think the Jordan Peele version, it would be the kind of community that the white audience doesn't think there's anything up. Uh huh. Right? Asheville. Yeah. And then then you feel re- like, like a layer underneath. Gotcha. Yeah, like suburbs.
0: Suburbs, there's a community center. Yeah. Yeah,
1: where they think, where they they give the impression that, like, no, 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 we're fine, we're very inclusive, whatever. And then, like, under the
3: surface, they end. So pretty much, like, get out. Just
1: yeah a little face. bit wider. Oh, okay.
0: so I, alley, I immediately
2: want to see this. Yeah, this all sounds good.
0: Hey, um, 2001 movies. Maniacs, the the one thing I felt that was really missing from this movie was Clint Howard. Does he show up in 2001 Maniacs by chance? I don't
3: think so, no. That's too bad. So. okay was, I mean, he, he was too young. He the ice cream man.
0: There was
2: a sequel to 2001 Maniacs. I don't. I saw it on IMDb, but I've never seen it. Is it called 2002 Maniacs? That's my question. Unfortunately, no. <laughs> ah, disappointing. <laughs> yeah, they can't count over 2001. Uh, 2001 Maniacs. 2001 Maniacs. Field of Screams, which is very that's original. Fr- that's
1: fun. I like it. <laughs>
2: uh, um, this this one, uh, Bill Mosley is the mayor. Oh, nice. I like Bill Leslie. Hey, Lin Shay is in it, too. Ooh, I and love Lin Shay. Shay. Ahmed Best, Jar Jar Binks is in it.
0: Sweet. <laughs> That's an interesting know, career turn.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Misa gonna die. I hope oh, he says went. that.
0: <laughs> Luke, were you there last week when our coworker James, because uh, my arms were freckly and we were at the beach, He's like, your arms look like Jar Jar Binks, probably because yeah, I was yeah, also yeah. wildly throwing them around.
1: You do, you do oh. have
0: a bit of Binks
2: on. Okay. <laughs> oh, Pink's on Earth. oh my god.
0: Okay. I just oh, before is
2: this a thing. <laughs> before we move on, I just have to say the tagline from 2001 Field of Streams is "If they kill you, they will come." Oh my god. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so, we, how can we see this one? I gotta look this um, up. I I think don't... I find it.
1: I feel like there's no version of actually seeing this film that's gonna be as good as the one we're creating no, in our heads, though.
3: No. Probably not. No. That's great. Uh,
2: 2010. <laughs> so, uh, canopy for free, which is like a library thing. Yeah, yeah. Canopy had, with a K. We a, yeah, we have an educator's account. The annual
3: right. guts and glory you can jamboree. Educate wow. yourself
0: about the about the maniacs. The maniacs. that fields. happened in 2010. <laughs> the screaming fields. Yeah. So five. The screaming fields. Oh, Herschel and maniacs.
2: Lewis was the executive producer. Oh, I'm excited oh. about that.
0: Cool. Yeah. Um, not to sound too coarse, but is he still alive? <laughs> no, no, he died. A oh, okay, young. okay, that was 2010, yeah. so I guess there's he a had a of... good run,
2: though. Yeah, I yeah, mean, he made it to the like 90s. Something,
0: mm-hmm. I mean, Roger Corman is still kicking, and Mel Brooks, it's like, how are those guys? I mean, I'll be sad when I hear they die, but at the <laughs> same time, it's like, how do they make it that old?
3: Yeah, I mean, I, I would guess Herschel Gordon was. <laughs> filmography didn't pay the same way as those guys have <laughs> he didn't have those connections you gotta remember hirsch spent the, the majority of his career not making movies but becoming uh i think he invented junk mail he was a direct marketing uh, guru. i have one of his books upstairs that's just about how to write ad copy <laughs>
2: I, I do appreciate his workmanship. The, the whole thing, it's just, just that you know that you do all the voiceovers. That wasn't there one movie where he just showed up in a must with a fake mustache or something. I I can't remember all the stuff from the documentary did, because yeah, there was so he much. Did live,
3: he did live to see, uh, to to you know to be celebrated as the Godfather of Gore. And yeah. So right. he did. He was able to enjoy that at the end of his life, uh, being appreciated for his contributions to film because. When Matt and I were kids watching these, this was very clearly uh, some bottom-of-the-barrel stuff. <laughs> and we thought it was yeah. hilarious.
0: Get off my lawn. I'm the godfather <laughs> of Gore. <laughs> I, I was mean, thinking if they, they can, had like
3: a cape form like James Brown.
2: If they can make a documentary about you and it's compelling to watch all the way through and there's nothing about you like falling down a horrible drug pit or anything like that, then you probably had a pretty interesting life.
3: Yeah. I mean, the box set of Herschel Gordon Lewis's movies, I've got it upstairs. um, It's wonderful. I mean, it's one of the coolest box sets that I own. It's fantastic. He made a lot more movies than I thought he did. Um, And uh, Dave Friedman also, um, super entertaining guy. And I I got his book as well because he started out in the carnivals. And so between... Herschel Gordon Lewis, Dave Freeman, and Mike Vraney from Something Weird. I mean, this you're talking about movies that a style of making movies that just doesn't exist anymore. If anyone's doing it, it's they're doing it on purpose. But these guys arrived at it
0: honestly. These guys had I mean, to do one take because film costs money. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like my favorite movie of his is probably just for the hell of it, which is
2: now I have to say problematic fave because it has some pretty bad oh, stuff in it. But it does. The general thrust of it, which is just teenagers smash things. Yeah. <laughs> That's
0: the this. opening scene for ten, what ten minutes to the song destruction. That's great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, well,
3: my favorite is "Scum of the Earth," and that one's super, super, super gross in terms of not gore, but you know, just yeah. really awful behavior Stummery. from. Yeah, yeah. It's make your skin crawl, and not in a normal horror movie way.
0: This this being the films and filth podcast, we gotta put a label on it, and I feel like it's a disservice to this movie not to put a big proud filth label on it.
1: <laughs> it is definitely filth, but it has a charm.
3: Intentionally so. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you went. These guys were making nudist camp movies, and they were just like, "What's gonna sell?" And instead of you know uh, T and A, it's B and G. You know.
0: It sounds less alluring when you say B and G. Okay. <laughs> I, guess, I was
1: trying to think of a, a different thing I can make B and G stand for, and all I got was boobs oh. and, and bulls and gooch.
0: Oh, oh, my boobs God. and gonads. <laughs> Maybe that's that's when yeah, when we got a lot of uh dudes. Swinging it on screen, you can call it that. Yeah. <laughs> a Magic Mike oh gives gosh. you a lot of that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how much on screen balls and gooch there is in Magic Mike. I think it's more just
0: like abs and stuff. That was just the first <laughs> thing that came to mind, but I mean a TNA. I mean a lot of TNA There's doesn't actually, actually show good. you nip. You know, it's yeah. just mm. uh, like TV. I'm... TNA is just like enticing you, but doesn't give you anything.
2: Yeah, I like, just, I've, I've never I'm... seen. Sorry, I've never seen a Magic Mike movie, but the one just came out. That was called like Magic Mike: The Last Dance, and I'm sort of hoping that he just like dies on a stripper pole. Those movies are good. <laughs> People dies don't realize
3: stage. that that they're Steven Soderbergh. They're still good movies. Like really? Oh, I'm sure they are. Uh, I haven't like, seen um, any of
2: them, so I'm not going to judge. But yeah,
3: yeah, better right? Uh, they have they're better than. Someone would think, but they got to remember the, who, who's making them. I mean, he that's a great director. But I, I, every time you guys come at me with these movies that are at the bottom of the IMDb rating, I'm just like, they have the value of them. It's like I wouldn't be interested in them and I wouldn't have watched them. I definitely wouldn't own them if they didn't have some sort of value. Um, the 2000 Maniacs is one of the original gore movies people with in horror that didn't exist in the United States in terms of American horror people were really seeing this stuff for the first time and uh you know it was making people puke and you know all of this stuff and uh you know for my dad was born in 50 so he was in his teens when he was seeing these kind of things in the drive-in and they thought these were horror movies were made for kids so can you imagine the whole family goes to 2,000 maniacs thinking it's going to be a Vice <laughs> or, you know, or a Universal or a Bela Lugosi type picture and here they are with this the, the scene that Luke described.
2: Yeah. That sounds like a
0: good lead up to a 10 star review if y'all want to.
2: This is, this is a 5. Oh, I was ask actually, so it's quickly, not bottom Matt. of the barrel. Oh yeah, that's what I was going to yeah. ask. No, Why does this not.
1: actually fit on the What's list because that? that's not where we got it from. It's,
2: it's closer to the top ones than it is to the bottom ones. This
0: is 4.2 nice. rating by the way. So Wait, what? It's minus five point eight. Oh, really? What's going on? Maybe um. What's oh, maybe it has You're right. you So right. few
1: ratings that it can change that quickly. I expect. <laughs> no, yeah, no, you're correct.
0: a bad rating. I'm thinking of something else. Okay. Um. Uh-huh. So I, I'm going to read a ten, though. Uh. I mean, I could read a bad one too, but I, this one's. fine. I'll find a bad have... one if you find okay. a good one. I, I found a good one. This one's great. Okay, good. This one's
1: a... the uh, the South will rise, but I'm going to go and rise some weights at the gym
0: okay layers these right. yeah. so here's your 10 for you this one's a barrel of lurid laughs by weirdling woof a majestic movie malignancy of arbitrary corpse-making cruelty, swordly slash and savagery, bellicose bodily bludgeonous deaths as quiddly deliberate eviscerations, violently disgorging blissy entrails, calamitously corrupting cranial crushing carnage, galloping gouts of gelatinous gore, fearlessly filtering femoral, femoral arteries. And it's, it's going to go through most of the alphabet here. Like good old Smiler here, I got me an axe to grind house. This heroically horrible H.G. Lewis classic swells my gorg land to an eerie conniption fit. Why I settle for just one flaccidly flaying mask wearing mummy's boy when y'all can have 2,000 maniacs. This one's a barrel of lurid laughs. Get it? (laughs) Holy shit. (laughs) All right. I'm going to go on with the tradition of
2: reading things I don't agree with that are unlikable. One out of ten. The League of the South could have made this film by M. Brahms 26. An incoherent plot, atrocious acting, amateurish directing, and tons of sad sorry, lots of sadistic gore. Some of it is quite misogynistic as two attractive young women are tortured and terrorized while screaming in terror while being, before being horribly killed in drawn out scenes. The only positive aspect of the film from a male point of view is the nice eye candy, especially Linda Cochran and Marilyn Mason. Two out of four found this helpful. So it's basically, hey, it's oh, misogynistic. Mentioned... Hey, it's check out these women. <laughs> but, <I can't>, like... <laughs> but
3: it's a misogynistic review. Mm. Yep.
2: Uh-huh. <laughs> what a <dumb> huh. <laughs> maybe, the, maybe the misogynistic was brought up as a positive in their review. Yeah,
3: yeah. maybe. <laughs> that,
0: would, that would explain that. I mean, I guess they do have a Playboy bunny, but there's not... Uh, again, this isn't really a TNA. They didn't this name... Is a, this, the... this is the B&G. <laughs> no, if you're... <laughs> but uh, anyways. <laughs> Gee, the more you say it, the more it seems it sounds right. Okay. This, this person has written a
2: lot of a lot of reviews, actually. It's kind of interesting. Mine they, only they had, reviewed mine two Star had, Trek things.
0: Mine had zero out of one finding it helpful. I I, I thought they put some <laughs> effort into that one I read. So no, yours yeah. was yeah. good. Yeah. Um All the the, the, they reviewed Star Trek the Motion
2: Picture. It's, it says at least they ripped off the plot of a great season two episode. Zero out of six users. I'm going way too deep into this. Anyway.
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, we always, I mean, we can't get through an episode without bringing up Trek or Star Wars, right? Oh, we already got Binks in. So I mm. guess we did that. Binks <laughs> arm. <laughs> Misa gonna
2: be killed by Southerners. Oh my God. I mean, I don't know. Maybe the, whoever killed Jar Jar Binks in the movies was from Southern Tatooine. I don't know. When well,
0: we were younger,
3: just stuff somebody's balls in a jar jar.
0: <laughs> when <Well>, we were <laughs> younger, I guess my head was slightly weird looking, and, and Andrew thought it was going to grow into a bib fortuna eventually. Wow, I didn't say that, did I? Yeah, you did. <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's funny. <laughs> I guess it's fortune edge for you that it didn't.
0: For, for net. Okay, fortune, okay, that head. works. That works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: weird. Oh boy,
3: I'm getting a Facebook call from Malik Mohammed. That's what that was.
0: No, oh.
2: I get okay. Facebook calls from one exactly one friend of mine, and I feel bad because I can never answer them because I'm doing something. Well, oh, wow. the
3: week is usually just going. I hate every white person except you, Andrew. <laughs> I'm
0: like, mm. good. Don't <laughs> don't okay. don't tell him to watch this movie.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. I feel batten. like this would reinforce that. Yeah.
3: No. No, imagine you just had black people as the ones stopping in uh, Pleasant Valley.
0: Well, that, see, that was, yeah. Sad, like you're asking about Jordan Peel. You can't do that because that's just full on, oh, God, no, why don't show me this, you know? Yeah. Like, that well, just so, doesn't work at all. Like, that's why we're saying, well, I guess it would have to be a suburb with yoga and stuff, right? So, or you could,
2: or you could just do the entire town is black and they're all black Confederates, which would be weird, but I, and i don't know if that would be funny or weird or tragic or what that would that's that's a weird idea it's not it's not impossible of
3: course no i have i um i when do herschel gordon lewis's enter the public domain When do his movies enter the public domain
0: i think these are because it's been 50 years that might be music though oh okay
3: I was just going to say, you know, uh, when people are trying to remake movies, you know, take the ones that definitely could use an update and do something creative
0: with it. Mm. Uh Did anyone want to throw out a last thought on this guy or these 2000 guys and gals? Uh, this movie's really fun. I was kind of surprised when I looked at the time,
2: the amount of time on it, and it was an hour and 24 minutes because it doesn't feel 24 minutes
0: longer than Blood Feast, but
2: you know. Well actually.
0: Yeah. The pacing is pr- very good for an exploitation film. I, I definitely yeah. have to give it that because uh it, I mean maybe they they may have spent a little bit too much time at the
2: end explaining that all of them are ghosts, which we worked could have out. figured out pretty quickly. Yeah. <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> that's oh, fine. It was fun watching the guy come out of the quicksand.
0: That's my thought at the end. They're like, what do you think we're going to have in like a hundred years? Like rockets in the the main street. I'm like, so when they wake up from their ghost slumber, is it like they just have to like suddenly adapt to all this new technology like real quick?
2: 2065. (laughs) It's like they're going to wake up at 2065 and it'll just be a bunch of like Amazon Alexas that don't work and cheap (laughs) drones that don't work. (laughs) And it'll be like Teslas that are just falling apart.
3: (laughs) Or they'll just burn alive. (laughs)
2: <laughs> that's also pop- yeah it will just be like the sea level will just rot have risen to where they're just like in, in like a,
0: two feet of water they'll become in their, ghosts in their inland again. town
2: yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: so 2065 is definitely the time to remake this movie uh for for yeah. those future yeah. generations absolutely i, I don't I think guess we wa- we're gonna Maniacs. be yeah i don't think we're gonna want to make that in our mid 80s so it's not us but Hey, or maybe we well, will. We could, you never know. Maybe we I'll could be there. the
2: uncomfortable old person in the town, being like, "What did I? Do? Oh, I forgot how violent this was." Uh.
0: I was just thinking before the podcast, like in thirty years, like nobody under the age of fifty will want to pod- be podcast anymore because it won't be cool. So you'll have a bunch of like eighty year olds on mic. You know what I was thinking? That that's a funny. <laughs> oh, gosh, shit myself. You know, <laughs> it's going to be all that in the podcasting world in like yeah, thirty years. The podcast
3: years. will be like. You know, how long till I shit myself is the name of the podcast.
2: (laughs) Well, it's like really in the history of Earth, we've never had a field that is this oversaturated as podcasts. So anything could happen, really.
0: How many non diaper wearing people do you think shit themselves at Disney World every day?
2: Uh, 80.
0: Mm. (laughs) That's a low
2: number. (laughs) I thought you were going to say that's a load. That's (laughs) No, that's <laughs> a it load. That's eighty it's loads. Load number. <laughs> yeah. No, I think
3: it'd be more just because you've got the combination of terrible food, um and you know whatever anxiety people have.
0: Heat um, and humidity. Yeah. And depending you on time. Paid... Oh
3: God, heat and humidity. Yes,
2: absolutely. <laughs> like you more imagine diarrhea? I mean, honestly, part of why I haven't been to Disney World in about ten years is because I have really like expensive. sort of baked in anxiety where I'm going to be like, okay, I spent. 800 dollars on this i have to make this count this had better be the best trip ever and if it isn't then i'm gonna be really upset and yeah. just even thinking about going through that in my brain i'm just like nah man i'm gonna wait and if i don't become rich in the next like 30 years then i'm just not gonna go
0: no uh, well, I, guess I i, I had stop. the best time at tokyo because i don't really go now just because you know the- mm-hmm whatever but you know but, well before i had a kid or let's say i'd, I'd go there like you know i go to sea and land like each twice a year and so i was like i could kind of like screw around and just chill out you know that's the nice thing about i guess that's why people like land because you get an annual pass and you can just kind of hang out there you well, while Six i'm Flags... thinking about
3: it man that what was the name of that
0: like monster
3: demon thing like hell thing they took out of the japanese disney
0: they took oh 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 um chernabog Chernobog? That's what it was? I think they've had Chernobog down there, yeah.
2: Okay. Chernobog. Is that like a Chernobyl yeah. thing? Uh, I, I I I, I... Black Cauldron, right?
0: Oh, no, no, sorry. Huh. I'm thinking of the Fantasia one, but it's almost the same design. You're, you're right. It's a Black Cauldron one, which okay. I guess I could find the name for you. But uh, We but were yeah. just
3: looking for it online and couldn't find because I remembered you sent me a video of it and a friend of mine was like, what was it? Because they're obsessed with weird-ass Disney videos
0: but yeah i i did that in in the in the in the realsies and it was terrifying (laughs) yeah
3: (laughs) like i remembered us talking about it and i said yeah i know somebody who saw it but i can't remember we were they were trying to google it while we were talking and they couldn't find it
0: right um not not something on a
3: actively recording podcast that we need to do but still
0: no i'm sitting here just I'm, i'm i guess just the horned king Mm. that's that's what it says on wiki here so maybe the horned king so chernobot is a much better name yeah yeah again basically the same design so whatever um but like yeah i have i've had a six
2: flag season pass a few times and we all know that six flags is like way shittier than any disney or universal (laughs) thing but there's something really fun about going like 20 times in a year and you're getting on goliath which is like 220 feet in the air and you're just you've done it so many times that you're just sort of like laying back just chilling just like
0: yeah just going up here going up into the
2: uh death zone
0: the monster mansion at six flags is a little bit like 2000 Mm -hmm. maniacs where you're greeted by the (laughs) all the rednecks in a little town for their picnic and then Uh, you're sent to hell for a while it was uh-huh. called
3: the Monster Plantation when I was a kid.
0: Yes, I know. I was I was trying and, to be like a you know pretty recently. I was trying not to say that, but yeah. <laughs> it was called no, the Monster
2: a... Plantation until you were about thirty years old. Yeah, there was, was a
3: documentary yeah. on YouTube that I saw about the creation of it.
2: Yeah, the old version was wild. It looked completely different when they built it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely wild.
3: Blocked that out of my mind.
2: No, I, I definitely it, remember yeah, that it did one. kind of look scarier, but um, but yeah, it was. I think it's the most animatronics in a ride outside of Disney ride, if I'm not mistaken. That's, That's pretty close. I mean, the Knott's
0: yes. Berry Farm used to have their Knott's Berry ride. The, the Berry. There was a ride with mm. bears, animatronic bears. bears? I think that, but uh, they don't have Nott's it anymore. And they've They've resurrected it as a like a 3D screen ride, which kind of blows. Mm. But <laughs> yeah, no. the thing that not bums so me out, fun.
2: I was never. Um, Kennywood in uh, Pittsburgh used to have Garfield's Nightmare, which is this unauthorized Garfield ride. And that it one was, became like, really... better
0: as it decomposed.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I went to that. I only went to Kennywood for the first time a few years ago, and it was already way too late. they had taken that out.
0: But yeah, if you watch a video, of that watch one like later in its run when like the paint's chipping and things are falling apart, and it's it's even mm-hmm. better that way. Wow! <laughs> yeah. Depending it's like on like,
3: when it was active, uh, my wife might have gone on it because she's a, from Pittsburgh.
0: No, I think it was the two nice. thousands when it was. Uh, you were already oh, married. Yeah, no. she she would have I known don't... the the old the old mill or whatever it was ride. It was like a different boat ride before. So. I like Pittsburgh. Yeah, it's, it's all right. this
2: time. It's cool.
3: I it's haven't cool. been up there in a while. Probably, yeah, probably about ten years, maybe.
0: Well, you know, the people in Pleasant Valley don't like Pittsburgh. They don't like the Pittsburgh people. Sorry, I just thought I should like you know know, dovetail around the end. (laughs) Uh, To (laughs) be fair,
2: a lot of Pittsburgh people are Trump supporters. So, oh no, I saw a lot of. I
0: met some of them
3: while I was up there. I mean, uh, yeah, the hills of Pennsylvania are not to be trifled with. You know, I I, here is a good thing that we can add to that dovetail was I didn't realize there were um, rednecks outside of the South but boy oh animals. yeah well no it's they, like that David Cross everywhere. routine,
0: right where he's like it was it you know i'm i'm from waynesboro georgia and this is how we talk down there i'm from bozeman <laughs> montana this is how we talk down here up here fuck uh-huh. you i'm from nome alaska and this is how we talk that is the david crossfit yeah. just to, you know so
3: <laughs> yeah that's true no it's yeah very much so now i'm i'm in the mood now to watch wrong turn i don't know if anyone watched the remake of wrong turn but it is great it is so good. Like it's so much better than any of the Wrong Turn movies, which I'm a fan of one, two, and six. But like the Wrong Turn remake is excellent, and it's it's along the same lines where you have people going into the woods, but you're dealing with hill people, uh, which are to me much more realistic than the ones. <laughs> in the the hill people.
2: It's like this. This comes up on the podcast a lot. I'm terrible at keeping up with sequels. I saw the first Wrong Turn and loved it. And never saw anything else. I didn't even know there was part
3: two. Oh, you got okay.
2: to <laughs> Do you have All a favorite right, police academy?
0: Out. Huh? One? No, that's the wrong answer. Favorite police academy? Why? You can't answer one. That's the only one that's like a legit movie. Why? That's my <laughs> <I> answer. That. <laughs> uh,
2: it was the one was the only one that never came on TV when I was a kid because I think the other
0: ones are much easier to edit. The oh, the and cheaper. Mild language. <laughs> cheaper <laughs> view- viewing rights. Yeah. <laughs> That yeah, um, I guess we'll wrap it up. Uh, Andrew, what's on? What's going on in your world? This is like next week in your universe.
3: Oh, oh it is okay. <laughs> well, um, everyone, my name is Andrew Shear. As always, wonderful to speak about the movies that people seem to really not like that are, in fact, some of the the golden items in cinema history, as far as I'm concerned. My friends and I here in Athens, Georgia, make movies, and we are called Gonzerific G O. N-Z-O-R-I-F-F-I-C. Our next um, showcase of films will be our 15th year at Athens Cine as our church home. And we'll have such new uh, productions as Zombikini and Holy Foley, uh, which is a fake documentary about people that do Foley art for porn. Really funny. Um, and then I've also got, uh, currently out now, you can get Bad Girl Dracula on the Reverie TV app which you can subscribe to through mr amazon prime and um yeah at some point either in december or january i'm putting out my very first book it is called everybody's e-v-e-r-y b-o-d-i-e-s that's an interview book about the human body and a lot of nude photography in it
0: mark i saw you take a swig of water so you're in charge of the plug
2: hey i'm in charge of the plug I want to plug Halloween. Everybody, go out, get yourself a twelve foot skeleton, put it in front of your house. Fifty foot lab. Spock skeleton. Fifty foot Spock skeleton. Yeah. What? Is that real? Uh, S-
0: it's, Well, fifty foot Spock is in the animated series, and then Lower Deck shows the fifty foot Spock skeleton.
2: Oh, was that like this week? I haven't.
0: I haven't. Nah, that was about. like last year. Okay, sorry, that was too too. Uh, I, I, I derailed you. I derailed your plug. That didn't make sense.
2: Hey, let's get back to it. Plugs. Check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash podcast. You podcast is there's bonus content. Maybe you would like to give us some money for server bills. We have them. You have money. Thank you very much. Um, Check out other podcasts such as time enough podcast. Tw- covering the twilight zone from front to back currently on one step beyond due to the uh strike. We didn't talk a whole bunch about. Um, we uh cult Disney covering the connections between occult and Disney material podcast nineteen ninety-nine about the nineteen seventy-five TV series Space 1999. Game Game Show, Game Show about Games, Hyrule Field Report covering the Legend of Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom, Area by Area, Boss by Boss, Thing by Thing. Uh Luke Loves Pokemon, where Luke goes over every family of Pokemon in some order.
0: That was Whatever so much more descriptive wants, than, than when I do it. I'm just like, yeah, it's about Zelda. <laughs> I like to talk. I'm sorry. That's all I know. <laughs> but about I don't Zelda. Want to apologize. It's about Zelda. But you're welcome.
2: Yeah, it's about Zelda. It's okay. about the Zelda game that I, that I played a lot of this <laughs> year. Very quickly. Um, currently, I'm playing Legend of Zelda Oracle of Seasons, which is also a banger.
0: So all right. So i
2: that, too. Um, all right. Well, thanks, y'all, and uh, stay out of the marsh. Meaning, stay out of the south. (laughs) Yeah.